right, hey guys, and welcome to the Fogish podcast. So today, Tyler the Hypnotist. How are you doing, bro? I'm doing splendid, my friend. How are we doing? <laughs> love it, man. Love it, man. Give me a give me a brief introduction of, uh, of who you are, what you do, the the broad lines. Yeah, for sure. So my name is Tyler the Hypnotist. Uh, essentially, what I do is I use hypnosis, which is just subconscious persuasion, to eliminate all that shit that's holding you back from what you want. Mm-hmm. Love it. That's it. That's it. That's cool. What's uh, what 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 got you into that? Like the the your story from from where you are where you were to, to where you are today. Yeah, for sure. So I uh I went to college because my parents wanted me to, like a lot of people. Same, same. Um, and I absolutely hated it. So instead of going to classes, I would read books and I would learn about anything that fascinated me. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those things was magic. And through magic, I, I learned magic for like a month. Through magic, I started getting introduced to hypnosis. Right. I thought it was total bullshit, dude. Do you, do you mind if I, if I swear on here? No, it's, it's cool. Bullshit. It's explicit. All shit. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, total bullshit. Uh, but I started researching it more, right? I started researching it more. Um, and it started to open my mind up to the possibilities until after one week of just constant research to the point where I skipped like literally four classes that week to learn about hypnosis. Right. Uh, I tried it on my RA for the first time I ever tried it. Um, and I actually stuck her feet to the ground. And from there, dude, I was, I was hooked. Uh, I started cool. absorbing as much as I could. <laughs> there's no open how do you like implement that in your in your daily what's what are projects you're working on right now that, that gets back to that oh man um so i'm actually starting up something cool it'll probably be about a, about a month from now when i release the first one but i'm going to do weekly interventions with strangers meaning i'm going to walk up to strangers down the street use what i know about the subconscious mind to quickly take them from stranger to friend Mm-hmm. Right. And then from friend to like good friends, when we get super deep about whatever shit is inside of them, mm-hmm. literally have them break down and then break through that interventions on the spot, like 10 to 15 minutes. And I'm super, super excited for that. That's dope, man. How, what's, what's the plan on that? How do you plan on doing that? Uh, okay. So the, the subconscious is once you know about how the subconscious works, you can literally do anything in, in social settings. Right. So if I were to walk up to you and I never knew who you were on the street and within like five minutes, I was asking you super deep personal questions. Uh, it would normally add a context and you would probably feel um, a little uncomfortable. Right. right. So knowing that all I have to do is set that conversation up in a way where you would feel very comfortable with me. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I would do is take you from a stranger to a friend. And this is uh, what I use with networking as well. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm trying to connect with like a high level person, I'll simply tap them on the shoulder when I call them a friend. Right. Super simple, but I'll say, Hey, how are we doing my friend? And as I say, friend, I tap them on the shoulder. And all that is, is a little signal to their subconscious that this person's a friend or at least this right. person's friend. Right. And then from there, if I ask a friend a deep question, they're a lot more likely to get into detail than a stranger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Interesting shit. That's dope, man. So when it was like prepping this, this episode, it was hard because I don't know what the fuck hypnosis is, how it's worked. Give me like the, the, the broad lines on that. Yeah. Like I said, I yeah. don't know what we're talking about actually. So. so people get freaked out about the whole concept of hypnosis, but here's the thing, because we are conscious human beings, mm-hmm. we are always being hypnotized. All right. It is how we learn. Mm-hmm. Meaning hypnosis is literally a combination of associations and you can either break those associations, you can strengthen them, you can decrease them, right? Or you can completely alter them, but it's just associations. So for example, what's your name? Quinn. Quinn. Well, it's just really vibrations Mm -hmm. that are coming out of your mouth and that we actually associate with your entire identity. Mm -hmm. But that's your name. It's who you are. Right. Right. So associations are super powerful. You don't even have to think about it. It's just there. Mm -hmm. 
So the same way we have that association that my identity, my being, I am Quinn, the same way you have that association, you can also go from I am a smoker who's trying to quit mm -hmm. to I'm someone who's never smoked a cigarette a day in my life. Right. And with that belief, if it's just there, just like my name's Quinn, if that belief is I'm never going to smoke, you're never going to smoke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you use hypnosis to create new associations. You can use it for, for fun, like sticking people's feet to the ground. I do it for personal development, uh, mainly focusing on, on helping people become the most confident version of themselves. That's, that's dope. So you work with these, I, I listened to a few other episodes you were on. You work with these individuals and you get them to a better version of themselves. How does that, how does that go? Like, like a client comes to you and I'm like, hey, uh, I'm all fucked up. I, I'm not confident. I'm not certain of this and this and this. What do you do with them? How does that play out for you? So first you have to identify the cause. Mm -hmm. And no one ever thinks about the cause. They all come to me and they say, hey, I'm not confident. This effect, or I'm smoking cigarettes. It's not about the cigarettes if you're, if you're a smoker. It's not. Right. There's a reason why you, you started. You're mm -hmm. escaping from something, right? So people come to me, they say, oh, I have all these effects that I want to change. And what happens is, let's say you're an alcoholic and the effect is alcoholism and you drink a lot. And you finally quit drinking because you focused on the effect. And you could be hypnotized to quit drinking. Mm -hmm. But then six months later, you'll go back because the cause is still there. That's why people relapse. So what I do first is identify the cause. Okay, so you're not confident. We figure out where that actually comes from. Usually it's in your childhood. And once we identify where that comes from, we can reframe the decision you made in that moment, the associations you set in that moment, and change it to become who you are now. Eliminating that effect and a shit ton of other effects you may not even realize will hold you back. That's dope. That's cool. That's cool. I want to, at the end of the episode, I want to do a mini version of that. That's, that's, that's nice. That's dope. All right, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, man. The, the networking part of that, because you, um, the link in your bio, you have your thing set up with the, with the networking shit. What are some discoveries in that you made with the, when studying that and the, the hypnosis part and how does that play out together? Using like hypnosis for networking? Right. For persuasion, psychology, that kind of shit. Yeah. So traditional hypnosis, um, people, no, they're being hypnotized. <laughs> you'll have a, a stage show and you'll have volunteers come up. Um, you'll do hypnotherapy and obviously clients will, will pay you for the session and they know they're being hypnotized. Um, any form of persuasion is covert hypnosis, conversational hypnosis, which means hypnosis simply through words without the context of hypnosis. Right. Now, being aware that it is covert hypnosis and being aware of what the subconscious mind, uh, the power of the subconscious, you can strengthen it and you can use it for anything you want, right? So for networking specifically, um, I told you a little about, it's very simple, but in person, I'll tap on the shoulder and call them a friend. That's the first step. Take them from a stranger to a friend, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and then covert hypnosis, I will always tell stories, dude. Stories are fucking golden. Damn right, um, damn right, damn right. If you, want to, if you want to have someone come to a realization, I can either tell them the point or I can tell a story and have them come up with a point on their own. Mm-hmm. And obviously anything that that person comes up with on, on their own is going to be more powerful than anything I tell them. Mm -hmm. So that's a form of covert hypnosis. It's literally putting a thought into their mind by, okay, I would be able to, I could just say this sentence or how can I tell a story that'll get this sentence across to them so they think that sentence is original. Right. That's covert <laughs> hypnosis. <laughs> it's confusing, but I, I, I get the point. All right. If, if anything's is too confusing. Meaning, if you're confused, ask me to clarify, because it's always my fault. Hypnosis doesn't have to be complicated or confusing, right? If I'm explaining it in a way that's confusing, it's my fault, so just ask for clarification. <laughs> no, right, it's, it's cool, it's dope, it's dope. All right, so let's, let's, take, um, let's take someone, just a, a random person, just, I don't know, pick a girl, just a random girl. I want her to be my, my buddy, my best friend, whatever. 
what is the process? How do you implement like? All right, are you trying to marry her? Yeah, I want to marry her. I, I want to marry her. What's the <laughs> what? What are some things you discovered? How do you implement it? Let's let's use. Okay, it. that's cool. That's so cool. for this specifically, dude, um, you want to do a shit ton of pattern interrupts. Mm -hmm. So, uh, do you know what pattern interrupt is? I don't know what the fuck it is. Okay, so a pattern interrupt um, is when you have like a habit or a pattern or something you do normally. Um, so for example, if I were to put my hand out, you would shake my hand without thinking about it. You just put your hand right. up, Definitely. right? Now, if instead of shaking your hand, I were to take your hand and hold it up to your face and you're just now looking at your hand, that would freak you out for like half a second to a second because you don't know what the hell's going on. Mm -hmm. It interrupted that pattern. Right. So you want to do pattern interrupts uh, and because after a pattern interrupt, your conscious mind is scrambled and now you have immediate access to the subconscious so you can give suggestions easier. Mm -hmm. um, so with a girl, uh, you could... Walk up to her, you know, is she a stranger or do you know her at this point? I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't know a person, just a random someone. Yes, a stranger. Okay, so you're walking in the street, dude. You see, you see the girl of your dreams. You just see her and you can, like, if you were to close your eyes, you can actually see her, You like, your first day with her in a week. Um, you can see yourself actually proposing to her a year from now. And you can see your whole family, all of her friends at your wedding, and you're just sitting there, uh, and it's the most beautiful day of your life. And that's just a stranger on the street. And what would normally happen is you would walk up to her and probably fuck it up. And it's not you. It's just people in general. When you see the girl of your dreams, you get a little freaked out. Right. Hard to bring your words together. Um, but if you were to walk up to her, and you were to say, all right, what was your name? And you grab her by the hand. Mm -hmm. And then you take her other hand and you just hold her hands. You say, you know what? You look like my future wife. And you stare her dead in the eyes. Now she's, this is going to freak her out a little bit, right? It's a pattern interrupt. It'll also make her slightly uncomfortable. Right. So those are two things you have to be aware of. <laughs> uh, then what you have to do is you want to laugh it off. Keep holding your hands, laugh it off, look back in her eyes and tell her a story. And I, I know, I know you think I'm fucking with you right now, but I can actually see right now as I'm looking into your eyes, in the future, on our wedding day, I'm looking at your eyes right now, and all of our family, all of our friends are sitting there, and we're just staring at each other's eyes and realizing that this was the best decision that we ever made. And being together now, forever, in the future, in the past, just being together as two souls combined, we know that this is the best decision ever. And it all started back on this day when we first met, right now. All right. By the way, let's go to a movie Friday. Like that right there, dude. <laughs> no one's going to say no to that shit. But you have to be... You have to be be, be aware that they will become slightly uncomfortable at the initial onset. So if they get uncomfortable as you go, you got to readjust. That's dope. That's a, that's a, that's a cool thing. It's a, you got to be a charismatic motherfucker to do that though. But it's, it's cool. I love that. Give that, um, go, go to sales with that. Cause that's, a, that's the thing you talk about persuasion sales. I want to sell something. I love the, the, the practical shit. I'm all, I'm all about the practical shit. I want to sell this, this little notebook. I love that, dude. Yeah, for real. To, to implement that, to go, yeah, go hard on that. So again, covert hypnosis and sales is your best friend, dude. I've no, I've noticed in my experience uh, in sales, I never learned formal sales, but I did learn hypnosis, and I know that every single time a person has cried on a sales call, they have bought. Right. Every single person time a person has cried, they have bought. So I thought, okay, why not have that part of the, become part of the sales process? Mm -hmm. Because you people, you, you want to make you want to make people cry all the time. I I do because here's the thing: I sell confidence, and what happens with that is people will come to me because they're not confident. Uh, then I'll tell them, "Hey, I can give you everything you want. I can give you this confidence. I can have you believe you deserve it." And then what happens is they they're still not there yet. They don't believe they deserve it. They're not confident that it'll actually work. So I'm selling to people confidence who aren't confident, and because of that, it'll hold them back from taking this leap of faith, right? 
So if I can get them wrapped in their emotion, all selling is really like, okay, so you have this pain and my job is to solve that. Mm-hmm. that that's, all, that's all you really do. Um, so if they are super aware of their pain to the point where they are experiencing it right now, the same way when you watch a sad movie and cry, you're very sad. You know it's not real, but you're focused on it. You're imagining it's real and it feels real and becomes real to you. If I can get you to cry, that pain is real to you now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And by offering the immediate solution, as long as it actually is the solution, that is doing them a huge service because that pain will inspire them to take the leap of faith required to get where they're meant to be. So but cool. as for the, the, the practical stuff, mm-hmm. you've you got to dive into their pain, dude. It, I know it's super simple, but figure out, okay, this is where the pain is coming from. What caused that pain? Mm-hmm. And then dive into that right there. Right. right. And right. by having them tell specific stories about where that came from, how that's been impacting their life, like have them share their pain verbally. Mm-hmm. Um, I always ask people what their most traumatic memory in life was. Mm-hmm. And the reason I ask that is because they decided something based on that memory that is impacting their life now. And since it's traumatic, it's a negative belief for the most part. Right. Right? So you get them invested in their pain, uh, then offer them a relief for that pain. Yeah, um, and if you get them to cry, yeah. you'll always sell the emotional selling is so much better than like hard selling. That's cool, man. That's, that's dope. So these patterns and these, these, these things you discovered, the people at home, how can they imply what, what you teach uh, to, to yeah, be better at business, be better because it's a business podcast, be better at business, sell more, uh, be more confident. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a thing. Because these patterns, you've got to break them to, to you've got to tear it down to, to build something. So how do you do that from a hypnotic standpoint? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, that, that's a question. That's a question. Well, I know the answer. It's just like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out which answer to go with because there's multiple ways it can mm-hmm. go. Um, but the issue is, it, the same way a player and a coach both know all the rules of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, when the player is on the field, the coach has the advantage because in the moment, it's very difficult to make decisions. You're just going, you're just going, you're just acting, you're, you're sort of, you know, doing whatever you have to do. And the coach will be like, no, you should have gone to the left because they're from an outside perspective and they can see. Right. Right. So I could tell you exactly what to do, but you're still going to be the player on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm worried that by telling you exactly what to do, it won't actually do anything like that. Um, that's, so that's a good one. Yeah. Th- because I, I don't want to do like teach something that will get someone's hopes up and inspired and then like they feel like it's their fault because they couldn't break through when it's of course not their fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I would do personally, if you have like these shitty beliefs, mm-hmm. uh, first step is to be aware of it. Cause a lot of the times our subconscious mind protects us um, from, from all the negative stuff. It'll, it'll protect us. It denials a huge form of that, right? That's your subconscious mind protecting you. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing you have to do is identify the cause. So you have these effects. What is causing that? Mm-hmm. And then realize that whatever caused that, that decision you made that is leading to these effects, whether you decided because you were bullied in school and you were telling these kids like, stop, stop, like, don't do that, like whatever. And they're fucking like hitting you or some shit and you're saying no and they're hitting you. And what happens is you're speaking out and they're beating you down and you decide in that moment that you no longer have a voice Mm -hmm. and you no longer are going to speak up because when you do speak up, nothing happens. You have to realize that that was a younger version of you that's impacting you now. That is not a decision. Not a decision you had to make, right? So you got to first identify what is causing it, mm-hmm. and then realize it's bullshit, and you chose that. Right. All right, <laughs> All right. All right bro. I want. I want to do that. Let's, let's. I don't know how you are on time, but let's give the listeners an example. Like, do that with me. Go. Go for a limiting belief or something. All right. What's your biggest limiting belief? I told Evan Carmichael the other day. I think it's it's the money game, bro. Still, so, uh, 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know why I don't why I think I can't make money. Even though I have made money, I spoke I spoke to people who make money. I don't think I can make money. Not not okay. like million billion like the, the, that level. Are your parents rich? Upper middle class, nothing crazy. Upper middle class. Are, are they happy being upper middle class, or like they like striving for more money? Mm, they they happy. They comfortable. Okay, that's the thing right there. Comfort. Mm-hmm. So uh, are, your parents aren't super rich. They 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 have money, mm-hmm. and you believe you can make money. But they're not super rich, and you don't believe you can make millions or billions. Right. That's not your thought, Mm -hmm. right? So here's here's the thing: the way words work is that these vibrations are being transferred into your ears, into your mind. You're hearing the words I'm saying in your mind, Mm -hmm. right? Your subconscious is soaking that up. So if you're raised by two people, and I was the same way, dude. I had a lot of money limiting beliefs because of my parents. They're both upper middle class. Same exact thing. What happened was, as a kid, you're around them, um, and they're speaking. They're just talking about their job, about their money problems, whatever it is, even if they're trying to like hide it, suppress it, mm-hmm. they'll say, you better be really appreciative for those presents because right. we worked hard to get those. Right. You know, oh, we, we go on vacation once a year you, and you like, you get upset for something. How dare you get upset? You know, <laughs> we worked so hard to get you here. It's that scarcity mindset being trained into you. True. That's yeah, what happened. True. Right. You're thinking right now that I don't think I can make millions or billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And you think that your parents' voice that's stuck inside of your head is your own thought. Because I bet somewhere in there, you do know you can make million, million, million dollars. Somewhere you know that. Mm-hmm. It's not the overwhelming belief. Right, right, right. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that little piece of you inside that knows you can make millions and billions and even trillions of dollars, that little piece of you inside is you. Mm-hmm. Okay, close your eyes. Close your eyes. I just, want, I just want you to, so the whole hypnosis thing, dude, I'm never going to say sleep. I don't need to. Mm-hmm. I just know to speak to your subconscious. So I want you to imagine a little tiny version of you. Mm-hmm. It's a little tiny version of you. And, and this person is the one who knows he can make millions, who knows he can make billions of dollars. Right. I want you to see him. It could be like a blank landscape. Just see him. Mm-hmm. I see him. And I want you to see if the full-size version of you next to him. Mm-hmm. Full-size version of you who has the current beliefs you have, which is right. I can't make millions. I can't make millions. I can be pretty comfortable, mm-hmm. but I'm never going to be super rich. Right. How much? How much bigger is that person compared to the, the little version next to you? Yeah, fucking big. Like I don't know, five times bigger, something like that. Five times bigger. Now this is really cool because this right here is, is an association that you have. Your mind set this association because right. there is that little voice inside of you, and you pictured him to be that big. Mm-hmm. And there's that full size version next to you. This is the association in your mind. Now the cool thing is we're going to change that right now because all I want you to do is realize, number one, that the big version of you is not you at all. It's your parents. See your parents. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's their beliefs. And that little version of you, that's you. I just want you to see yourself just get two times larger, speaking two times louder, saying, I'm going to make a billion fucking dollars. Mm-hmm. And you can hear him say that. And just let him get two times larger again in your mind, saying, I'm going to make a billion fucking dollars. Right. And now, when he's at the original size of, of what you were, about five times larger than the original, mm-hmm. you're going to hear him say clearly, I'm going to make a billion fucking dollars. <laughs> I, I want you to say it. I'm going to make a billion dollars. I'm going to make a billion fucking dollars. Now, don't try and convince me. Say it so you believe it. I'm going to make a billion fucking dollars. Yeah, I want you to, in your mind, you still see yourself, you see your parents, correct? I see it, yeah. And what are your parents saying? They're, they're screaming the, the, the normal, the limiting belief thing, yeah. They're screaming the limiting belief. So I just want you to put a wall between you and your parents. 
Mm-hmm. The wall's see-through. You can still see your parents because you love them, of course. Mm-hmm. But you can't hear any of that bullshit. It's not affecting your mind. Right. Nothing they're saying is affecting you. And all you can hear is yourself saying you're going to make a billion dollars. Say it. I'm going to make a billion fucking dollars. And better than that, I deserve to make a billion dollars. I deserve to make a billion dollars. Now, don't open your eyes. Do not open your eyes. But once you actually believe that, it could be about five seconds, it could be about 10 seconds, just take a deep breath in. And as you exhale, you can open your eyes and just enter your new reality. Because all you did was break that fucking association. You thought that, ver- that person who thought you couldn't make a million or a billion dollars was you. That wasn't you, dude. That's not you. You know who you are now. You know what you're capable of because you want to. You want to make a million dollars. You want to make a billion dollars, correct? Mm, right. And the only thing that was missing is you didn't realize you deserved to. That's big. That's cool. Damn. <laughs> Damn. That feels good. It, feel, it feels different. That's, that's dope, man. That's, this is the practical shit I love, man. It's, it's dope. It's the whole reason I started the podcast, to connect with people like you. That's, that's super dope, man. Hell yeah. Love it, bro. Thanks for that. Of course, dude. That's, that's the thing I, I'm, I'm going to work on. on. Yeah, listen, listen. Yeah, for sure. And for anyone, anyone listening to this uh, who, first of all, if you have the same issue, like the exact same issue, meaning it's your parents who caused that belief and you were resonating with everything I was saying, you can go back and listen to that and experience it in your own. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be perfect. Um, but for anyone else who, who's going through anything at all, reach out to me on Instagram, Tyler the Hypnotist, right. and uh, I'll help you out yeah, as well. Love that, man. <laughs> Love that. Where do you want to? Where do you want to take this? Like your brand, your your business, your your everything. Where do you see yourself in the, in the next? I don't know. Fifty years. Fifty years. Damn, yes, dude. I'm not even. We're, we're talking big goals here. End goals. End goals. Fifty years. We're gonna have. Oh man. Honestly, I'm gonna keep that stuff top secret right now, because I do. I do. I do have a long term plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it's it's already started however it's a very slow gradual process mm-hmm. um doesn't make too much sense right now but it will and i'll just make I'll, I'll gladly share like my one-year goals <laughs> share them share them share them i want to know all right so i'm starting a a like a hypnosis sort of academy right like mm-hmm. hypnosis training teaching sure. hypnotists uh for super fucking cheap because i used to i would do like calls and i would teach people hypnosis for two thousand dollars for like an hour (laughs) and i would just teach them like fundamentals to what i do Mm -hmm. um but i realized when i first was trying to learn it was really hard to learn hypnosis because there's nothing out there there's and the information that is out there most of it's not even the right information Mm. um so yeah i could charge like two thousand dollars but hypnosis dude like what we just did the possibilities for hypnosis can literally change the world. And yeah, I can make a couple thousand dollars off of teaching it, or I could help other people learn how to do the same shit for themselves, for their family. And that's the way to change the world. Um, so I'm going to teach hypnosis for like something like some super cheap, like $7 a month or something, dude. Right. And just so everyone can have access to it. Um, I think that'd be super that, powerful. Man. That's cool. That's dope. I love that, bro. Awesome. Last, last, last thing I have for you, like the um, originally a book podcast. So what, what's a book that really helped you get you closer to, to where you are today? Um, so I'm going to recommend, I'm going to recommend two. Uh, the first one is specifically for anyone interested in hypnosis. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the book is called reality is plastic. Right. Reality is plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, as for general books that just opened my mind and had me start thinking a different way. Mm-hmm. It was persuasion by Robert Cialdini. Uh, got me super interested in, in social psychology, uh, which really helped with hypnosis as well. Love that, man. Love it, bro. Cool, cool shit, cool shit. For the listeners, go check this man out. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big one. It's a cool talk. Thanks, man. Yeah, for sure, dude. It was, it was a lot of fun. All right, I appreciate you. I'll, uh, 
I'll hit you up. I'll drop it in the next uh, next two weeks. We'll we'll speak soon. All right, brother.